Welcome to This Crypto Life, where I explore stories and conversations about Web3 and the future of finance. This content is for educational purposes only. Enjoy this episode. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pixel Block. We're excited today uh, because we have Jess. Jess is a fantastic individual and contributor in the space of crypto and NFTs. Uh, she is the host of Crypto and Coffee. And before we talk with Jess, I definitely want to say that, um, oh no, this one is just a different vibe for this one for me. I, I know I've recorded a few of these already uh, with G Media, but this one just feels a little bit different. I don't know why, but I guess we'll, we'll see how this conversation goes. But definitely make sure you follow G Media. If you're planning to speak, please make sure uh, that your phone is on Do Not Disturb uh, so we can actually hear what you have to say once you come up. I may send some invitations up for some individuals that I would love to hear from by way of a forum. Uh, with this conversation uh, the heart with the plus sign on the bottom of the screen you can press that and react uh, please feel free uh, to do those things for sure and this conversation may be repurposed if you prefer not to be recorded if you prefer not to be recorded uh, please remain in the listening lounge and thank you for for being here so this conversation jess i'm just excited to have you a uh, host of crypto and coffee i believe that's fridays at 10 a.m eastern standard time and jess uh, welcome to the pixel block thank you andrew for having me i'm excited to be here and you know just to hang out yeah absolutely absolutely so so a uh, part of this conversation I, I um i was thinking about it was um the fact that at times uh, we spend so much time giving content to people or, or having platforms for individuals to participate in, but yet our story, uh, whatever that may be, uh, doesn't necessarily get told, right? And uh, or shared. Uh, and one of the things I wanted to do here is um, I I realized that you don't really talk about yourself um, on the. Uh, crypto and coffee show. Uh, I don't know if that's intentional or not, but when someone creates such a great atmosphere for individuals to have a voice and have conversations, I think those things uh, should be um, highlighted and, and essentially giving you your flowers for the fact that you don't have to do this every Friday um, to to have that platform for individuals to come either share their projects or even um, share conversations about what's happening in the space. So so this is this is where I guess my heart is with this conversation and, and most of the conversations that uh, I realize that folks do not um, highlight themselves because they're always highlighting others. So Jess, this is about you. So let's talk about you today. No uh, how pressure are you? at all. <laughs> no pressure at all. That's a great lead in for no pressure at all. Uh, but uh, just excited to have you. So uh, take us back. Uh, tell, tell us some stories about yourself. Um, and we'll definitely talk about, you know, the, the space. But tell us some stories about you. Who is Jess? And, and uh, let us know. It's Jess. Yeah, that's a, a great question. So before life, before crypto and NFTs. Um, so yeah, I've grown up in Miami. Um, most of my teens and on, I went to school at the U. Um, and definitely um, dur during my time here in Florida, I've done a little bit of bartending. Um, so was in the night uh, nightlife scene for a while, as well as um, um, held different jobs um, in corporate um, corporate America as well, some strategic consultant gigs, and and yeah. Um, aside from that, um, family is all here, uh, close by, um, and yeah. 
<laughs> that's a little bit about me. I'm a Florida girl. I'm sure you hear the alligator jokes um, from some community members. Um, so that's some of the back references of those. Okay, so so that was a good summary uh, from an individual that I may uh, I could be wrong here, uh, who is potentially an introvert in so many ways. Is that a fair assessment? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely, um, definitely a, a little bit reserved when it comes to myself. And uh, but you know, I I find some comfort in like crypto i guess what um and maybe makes me a little bit more like comfortable talking about other things versus myself absolutely absolutely i think i think that is it's a struggle for me as well but i think most individuals don't necessarily see that because um i have been doing this since 2009 so they they always uh, figure out that um because i spend a lot of time on a microphone that it comes very easy uh, for me to do that but um just to be fair full disclosure if you are nervous i'm just as nervous because i want to make sure that you're represented well um as we're having this conversation and not um do anything to you know tarnish your your image and, oh and no what you're, you're good in space. Andrew, good yeah so yeah i just want to just share that you know i think that um you know you're you're pretty amazing in a space and you, you do a lot right and and most individuals don't necessarily see that unless they tap into you know the conversations that you have on on fridays uh, at 10 a.m eastern so but yeah so tell us a little bit more any stories that you want to highlight about your life uh, i do uh based on some of the research i've done or what you've been able to share in this space um uh, you have uh this uh, passion for ethics right um that i've gathered uh when when things uh, are not being displayed with full transparency um, I, I did notice that, um, you know, a part of your character is to make sure that uh, when things are being done, they need to be done in decency and in order. Um, I did realize that. So uh, where does that stem from? If you could tell us a little bit about, you know, your your character and who forged that or helped forge that along the way. Yeah, I think that definitely comes more from my dad. My dad um, was in the military, so um, I do have some military life in, in in my background. There was a lot of structure in my childhood um, until my teenage years when he finally decided to retire and come to Florida. Um, so during my early years, there was definitely a, a, a lot of structure um, as far as, you know, um, doing good and going to school and getting good grades and um, um, thankfully, once we moved to Florida and my dad retired um, from being in service, um, we were able he was able to get more relaxed. And um, yeah, the teen years were a little bit wild. I'm not going to lie. But then again, like for who weren't they? So. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So did you find yourself traveling a lot? Uh, my brother, he's in the military and currently stationed in Louisiana. Um, he has traveled um, a lot since he's been in uh, the Air Force, uh, is traveling often. Oklahoma, spent time in Oklahoma, spent time in Colorado as a child. I don't mm. remember too much of it because I was young. Um, but yeah, we did move around a lot um, when I was younger. So definitely sell settling down and it being Florida was like, awesome for me and the fact that you know they never decided to leave and I was able to go to college here and uh, continue my life here has been great 
Absolutely. Any any lessons from the moving around um, in terms of change of scenery? You know, how people are, are people all the same, you know, as you're moving to different states and, and countries and regions? Um, what were your, what's some thoughts? There? I think a lot of it was when I was younger. So I can't say that, you know, like as far as like relationships and things like that. But I mean, definitely as far as like different cultures. Um, yeah, um, I, I think if Florida is just like such a diverse culture and, you know, I'm, I'm from a, a Latin background. I'm half Colombian. So I definitely feel like kind of at home here. And it's just such a big melting pot. Um, so um, definitely culture wise, Florida is like or Miami itself. It's different than anywhere else in, in the United States. Um, and even traveling, I've done some traveling for work as well. Um, visited a weird place like, you know, Louisiana. I've been in uh, Jersey. Not that Jersey's weird or Anything. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it can be. Um, where else? Like Arizona, like Arkansas, like the weirdest uh, remote places. And um, yeah, I, I've never found anywhere else that be that I'd be like, yeah, uh, I'm gonna move here. So yeah. So for I don't know where you are specifically, which um, that I'm not asking, but uh, I did spend some time in Wesley Chapel. Um, I used to go to uh, Wesley Chapel all the time for like, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas stuff. Uh, I think that's still considered Tampa. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know where I-4 is, uh, the expressway, but I remember traveling on I-4 um, a lot um, a few years ago. So uh, those are some of the things I remember from from Florida. I did go to Miami a few times. I think they have the um, I don't know what, what it's called. I think Discovery um, office uh, in Miami. Because uh, uh, a buddy of mine used to work uh, in that in that uh, building, uh, so I traveled to to check him out and got a tour of Discovery. Uh, so that, those are some of my uh, adventures in in Florida. So so from from those experiences, moving forward to um, you know where you currently are before crypto, uh, can you share some anecdotes of of your experiences, learn, hearing about the space or or considering the space uh, prior to getting in it? Yeah, it was during the COVID crash. Um, I had been working for a gig that had me on the road a lot. I was, you know, doing like biweekly travel. And after that came to a halt, obviously I had a, a lot more free time. And I ended up uh, diving, getting back into uh, trading stocks. Uh, I loaded up on a lot of travel stocks during that time, during that crash, because being like being a business traveler, I knew that was going to come back sooner or later later. And thankfully, I was able to make, you know, some good calls at that time. Um, and then, you know, a few months after doing that, I ended up um, hearing about Dogecoin uh, out of all things. And I was like, what is Dogecoin? And I looked it up on Google and it led me to like Twitter, <laughs> which I had an account, but didn't really use it. Um, so I figured out my password and came on Twitter and saw all these um, people talking about Dogecoin um, and ended up just like buying it off of Binance, I think was one of the few exchanges um, that had it back then. And that's that was the beginning of the fall into the rabbit hole uh, was buying Dogecoin on Binance. So so from Doge um, and especially where we are now uh, with the market, like what are some of the um, the lessons? I guess if we wanted to do like a little crypto 101 uh, for those who are looking at the market now and 
uh, seeing what's happening. What are some of the lessons that you've learned thus far in uh, the crypto space uh, for in general? Well, I think like one of the biggest things, like when I first started, um, like when I was in, when I got Doge, let's say I basically I came into crypto with a traders mentality. I was like just buying whatever, you know, had a bunch of zeros and I was going to flip this and I was going to make profits and then maybe go back to stocks. And it was after, you know, a couple of weeks that I was like, OK, uh, I know how to trade these assets, but what are these assets? that I'm actually holding. And um, that kind of led me to, to kind of learn about what crypto and what blockchain was. And it did take me a couple of months to get to that point. Um, so one, I wish I would have gotten to that point sooner in, in my journey into crypto. Um, and um, yeah, as far as like other things that if I, I have learned along the way is um, just to be more patient and to control my emotions when trading. Like, I know I've said this uh, a lot of times, but like FOMO and, and just like the community could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing um, in this space. Because one, you learn so much from the community, but at the same page, um, you could get so much FOMO from the community because you don't want to miss out. And um, so it's like a double edged sword. Um, so I think more trying to find that balance and and sticking to um, to the original game plan um, versus deviating based upon emotions and hype. Yeah, absolutely. So I got into crypto um, really last year, I would say uh, May of 2021. I mean, I did dabble in 2017, but really when I got in. To me, it was last year. Right. Uh, so just navigating the space and, and just learning that not everybody is going to do the right thing. Right. When it comes to uh, projects, people and things of that nature. Can you talk about ethics and crypto a little bit from what you've seen in the last, um, let's say, the last couple of months, the last six months or so? Uh, I think, um, you know, last year, I, I think we saw I saw this with meme coins um, a lot. Like we were in the meme coin phase and there were just so many coins coming out every single day. And um, I, I think it's a. Uh, Yes, there's an ethics issue, but I also think there's like a culture itch issue in this space, because at the end of the day, we as consumers are buying these things, like knowing that there's a 90 percent chance that it's a rug pull or that it's a scam. And we still participate in this ecosystem of rugs. Right. Um, so I, I I'm, I'm not. I think it's an ethics play on both sides. And and I'm not to say that I'm perfect and that I've never participated in something that I knew wasn't going to, you know, probably steal my money. But I, I think we have to look at ourselves, too, and uh, how and, and not only the people that are creating these rugs and these scams. Do you feel at this stage uh, for what you've seen, it's easier to identify them at this point? Because, you know, you have a lot of individuals come on your stage, you know, talk about different projects or try to show when they're not even, you know, supposed to. And, you know, you got to, you know, navigate that, you know, diplomatically as you do. So do you see um, do you see those um, those warning signs sooner than later uh, in your experiences yeah. now? 
Yeah, I do. But I also feel that I'm a little bit maybe overcautious and maybe I do pass up on things that um, that I thought they weren't uh, that I thought were bad. And, you know, they ended up being something good. Um, So it's definitely um, put me more like in a protective mode as to every project that comes out. And, you know, now that we're seeing things fail like celsius and luna fail um you know it's like my mindset has totally changed in in the past month as far as like the space and and where we're headed yeah absolutely so even with celsius now so uh full disclosure um i do have uh btc and celsius right now and i don't know what that means right now right so uh, i'm waiting to hear more as we're getting, hey, we're, we're taking care of you and the community are, you know, we want to make sure that you're protected. That's the messaging that we're currently hearing right now on on social media. But for me, it's like as soon as I can, I want to move my BTC to my wallet. Right. That's where it was originally. So it's a risk that I was willing to take. There's that. And, you know, now it's like, OK, so if it's gone, then it is what it is, right? Because it was insured and protected. Um, so like with, with those things, do you think that um, education is lacking? I know that that question is loaded and we can talk about that a little bit when it comes to the space. You're doing the best that you can by way of education. And, you know, I, I do what I can as well. Uh, but uh, do you think it's lacking in any way, shape or form? And where can we be better? Oh, definitely. I I definitely think it's lacking. And I think one of the issues is also that the space like moves so fast and there's so many different, you know, um, uh, people are trying to create different things and see whether they work or not. And to be able to learn about everything that's coming out and whether it's, you know, going to work out or not, like even if you educate yourself, there's still a chance that it might not work. Um, and but yeah, there's definitely education lacking. I mean, definitely with the Celsius thing, I, I was in a space yesterday and, you know, people have millions of dollars locked up in in, in this uh, protocol where you have to call somebody to see whether you can get your money out. And it, it just goes back to the basics, like not your keys not your crypto. And I think sometimes when we see these, you know, these um, DeFi yield returns, we we start to overlook the basics because we get greedy and, you know, it's human nature. People want to make money in the space too. Um, but but we're giving up the fundamentals of, of, of what DeFi truly is. If we were to call what's going to happen with Celsius in the next let's say two weeks do you do you think do you think they're done because um i'm i'm nervous because i still have money locked up in there like what what would you say if you if you were a betting person like where is celsius what's going to happen with celsius in the next two weeks i don't know all the details um but based of some of the things that i heard that i've read and that i've heard from from people that actually have their money there um the fact that they're getting calls um you know to close out their loans but they can't use um their btc that they have on the platform they're being told to to bring in more btc onto the platform like to me that's a, a huge red flag um i i don't know i i don't know if they're gonna make it out of this um i hope they do for the community's sake but i, I think we all need to learn from this um i definitely have 
Um, so I hope everybody, you know, takes this as a learning lesson because in a few months, there's going to be another DeFi protocol, you know, wrapped up in a different color bow um, that's going to provide X, Y, Z. And, you know, I'll, a lot of us are going to be like, hey, this looks this here's another nice new shiny bow. Let's go see what's over there. And I'm just um, I hope that it, we, it, we don't keep re- repeating the same mistakes. Absolutely. So um, I have this uh, topic that I'm looking at for you right now, and I, I do believe you're passionate about it. Uh, let's talk about the case for derivatives for a little bit. Um, there has been, you know, <laughs> there has been quite a few uh, derivatives of so many different projects that we've seen in the last year or even in the last, you know, seven plus months. Right. So what's your take on derivatives um, right now? Yes. On NFT uh, derivative projects. Correct. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't see like um, a space for derivatives as far as if you're thinking they're going to like increase in value over time. I think the original one's always going to be worth more. Um, in general, I just feel like the NFT uh, PFP space is oversaturated. Um, and we could see just by the type of things that people are trading at this point, people don't care what they're trading. Um, you know, they're, tra- they're trading body. Uh, uh, let me not even go there. But um yeah, it's just at this point, it's all about the uh, the majority of the people that are trading NFTs are, are just trading them. Um, so I don't think that there's being any um, value really putting it into the art um, when we're talking about PFP projects. It's more as, as what that community is providing or, or what other value they're providing. Mm. I, I really don't feel it's about the art, to be honest, for NFT PFPs. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, I I have seen, you know, quite a bit of those, like even one of the recent ones that I was excited about. And I think that these projects play on our experiences and what we love. Right. Whether that's a cartoon from back in the day or, you know, what have you, especially I think one of the recent ones was like the Turtles project. I'm like a super fan of the Ninja Turtles. I think there's so many lessons that we could learn about teamwork and, and working together, you know, when it comes to turtles, you know, the four main ones and even the ones that were added later, of course, you know, April and, you know, the other individuals that are in that particular, um, you know, um, that character base, if you will. And plus they have a game coming out tomorrow, which I'm excited about. So, so with that, I think that, um, that particular project that was turtles related, I was excited about, but it ended up, disappearing right uh they were about like 50k in that particular discord and then from there the accounts started disappearing uh which seems to be the norm right like when when you see a lot of these projects the account starts you know fading out um they disappear then people run away with the money but yet individuals who are so passionate about uh these um these icons if you will whether it's a particular uh movie or a particular you know show that they loved we're like, well, is this really going to happen in the future? So you start thinking along those lines, but yet people are just, you know, running away with, um, you know, our, our fiat or even our ETH. Um, it's, it's ever going, you'd say? Like, what, what do you, what's your take on that? About that NFT PFPs or what do you mean? Yeah. Like, do you think that it's a cycle that we're always going to see just because of human nature or like, what's your take on that? 
Um, I, I just think like in, in web three right now, um, everything's being, um, masked by a token, whether it's a token as, you know, um, a token that you buy on Uniswap or an NFT token. And once you start peeling back the layers, um, there's nothing other than nothing a lot of these projects, there's nothing there. Um, if once you peel back the layers and, and I think that's going to start to unmask itself, um, especially if, if this market continues the way that it is, um, we're going to start seeing which projects are actually providing utility outside of just being a, trading a token. If, if the token's gone, what, what is left? I, I think it's the question that we need to start asking ourselves to see who's actually providing who's actually providing value. Um, and I think like an example of that is like, um, OpenSea, like I, I know we all talk bad things about OpenSea, but OpenSea doesn't have a token. It's providing a utility to the space. It's still able to make revenue uh, and sustain itself as a business. Um, so, um, I, I think, um, when we look at projects, whether it's NFTs or a token, we, we need to really start looking at what's underneath it if you take the token away. Mm, mm. So so they, I was thinking um, as you were sharing those things, when it comes to like struggles um, overall and, and the space, right? Um, and when we have, you know, challenges in the space, we talk to our, our close friends, right? We say, hey, these are issues that I'm having in the space, you know, with people or places or things. And we share those things with our friends. But yet uh, when we're in public, like we are now, we seldom share those struggles, right? In terms of what got us over a particular hump as we're navigating. For me, it's, it's the space of, you know, content creation. What are those struggles there? You know, what do I go through, you know, as an individual who is, you know, black in America, right, uh, who may feel underrepresented, right, and things of that nature. And I'm able to share those things with my friends freely. But when I'm in public, there's a certain um, brand that I have to make sure that I carry publicly. Right. So so the question for you is, what are some of the struggles that you're currently having uh, whether it's, you know, women in crypto or struggles that you're you can openly share. And how are you overcoming those struggles as you're navigating Web3 right now? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I know. I, I know. <laughs> Jess, give it to me. No, I would definitely say that like and I think I've been kind of public about it to, you know, some people in this space. I mean, there's been plenty of times that I've wanted to stop doing crypto and coffee. I definitely struggle with having a lot of followers. Like last year I had 300 followers and nobody cared what I did and I could tweet whatever I wanted. <laughs> and, you know, and then all of a sudden, like you're looked at differently or you're supposed to you know be a certain way because people think you're an influencer or something which I still don't consider myself that um so that's definitely being been a challenge and then on top of that like being a woman in this space it's not always easy like um having to um to um go in this space uh navigate in this space like as a woman is it's definitely not easy um i've been able to surround myself by some great men that are supportive um which i really appreciate but um at the end of the day like it's it's a daily struggle um navigating in this space and 
I'm thankful for all the other women in this space that have stuck around because like uh, and are still here. Um, and it's good to see like the space growing. But I, I think I can sp speak for most of us that we're still underrepresented. And really, like that's sometimes the the only reason like why I continue to do the spaces, because um, to be able to that everybody like gets a voice and a safe space. I love that. So I'm going to I'm going to ask um, I'm going to ask this question. Um, why? isn't it easy? Can you elaborate on, on that a little bit? Um, it's, um, because I'm, I'm really curious on, <laughs> on some of the struggles that, um, I mean, being like, even on Twitter spaces, like being in a room of, you know, 10 men that want to be right, you know, yelling over each other in some of the spaces, like, how is, um, you know, me, little me supposed to be able feel comfortable in a space like that. And I'm pretty strong. I grew up with two got two brothers, got bullied, you know, into my teens, beat up into my teens. But a, a lot of women are not as uh, not I'm not going to say as not as strong because that's the completely wrong word as not as um, comfortable putting themselves in, in those types of situations. Um, so um, and that that's like some of the, the things that happen in the space. And thanks like I've never been, you know, missed. Uh, I'm not actually, let me not take that back. Um, you know, I've had uh, guys call me names, call me stupid and, you know, insult me just because they think that I'm because I'm a woman and that I don't know anything. And again, this um, but then again, there's really great men in this space. Um, so I don't want to overshadow the bad seeds um, by all the good people. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you shared that. Do you have more on that? I think that's an important uh, place because because normally we don't get and the reason I'm like hanging here for a little bit um, and then we'll open it up for questions um, before we we share some of the things that you're actually doing in the space on a regular basis. Right. That um, individuals should be aware of is that I think this is an important uh, spot. Right. Because uh, struggles we don't get to talk about. I don't talk about the things that I go through as a content creator who spent most of uh, his time in the gaming space and now uh, traveling into the Web3 space. And I think this is a great place for us to go back and forth and interject because those struggles don't we don't share those things. Right. And typically what happens if you do, it's gone in 30 days because Twitter space is purchased in 30 days, which, you know, which is one of the reasons why I try to repurpose a lot of the content that I do, because we need to know the struggles, because if we don't, then who would know those things? OK, oh, she she goes through that. I thought it was only me. Right. Which is why I'm kind of like hanging here a little bit. Any 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 additional thoughts on that? As far as um, anything else, um no, I mean, I, I would say those are some of like the 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 biggest challenges. It's also just like, you know, um, being heard. You know what I mean? And um, I, I think we just um, need to have better um, spaces or, or places for for the women in, in the space to be heard. Because um, there's a lot of us here, and just because we're all of us are not the most vocal. I think sometimes um, the men in the space in the space tend to forget that. Um, so that's just something else that I wanted to add. I appreciate that. Um, I would love to hear from uh, some women in the space. So uh, once I open it up for questions, I would most likely 
pick the women first to come up and speak. Uh, I do want to open it up for for questions and commentary for some of the things that we already uh, shared and and talked about here. So our next thing is um, the Goblin Chronicles, Jess. Um, I think that uh, it's been it's been fun watching. Well, let me just speak for myself. It's been fun watching some of those things take place in this space of Web3. And I do believe that the marketing for it has been brilliant in a lot of ways. Uh, I know that the noise may not necessarily be something that folks want to hear all the time, right? Uh, but I definitely want to hear your, your takes on the Goblin Chronicles. Listen, I I hate the goblins. <laughs> okay. But, Tell us how but, you really feel, Jen. <laughs> yeah. But on the other hand, if some NFT can get grown men to make silly noises, men and women to make silly noises in, in public, in front of other people, then they're doing something right and to each their own. Um, that's all I got to say about that. Um but yeah, definitely wasn't into the art, um, wasn't into the movement. Um, but again, you know, everybody likes their own thing. I like the MFers. They were stick figures. You know, people laughed at me for that. So everybody likes um, what they're like. Um, and I, I, I'm, I guess I'm not going to judge people for getting into that project, but definitely not my vibes at all. Yeah, it was interesting to see. I think they recently put out a video that talked about some of the things that they are considering in the future. I thought that was cool. Um, I, you know, I, I, it was fun. It was entertaining for a lot. It was a relief for many. Um, and, you know, some people got in and got out, you know, at pretty high uh, on, on that particular project. And and yeah, it, it is what it is uh, with that. But I definitely want to open it up for questions. Um, if you are um, a woman in this space right now, I definitely want, want to bring you up and just hear uh, some of the struggles that you're currently having with the things that you're doing in the space. I think that would be a great forum for that. Uh, so uh, please feel free to raise your hand and, and I'll bring you up. I don't think this show is going to go on for, for too much longer. Um, I think that uh, we've um, I've covered most of the things I wanted to cover here, but I definitely want to hear from you um, in, in this space. So feel free to raise your hand and come up and we can uh, just uh, chat a little bit about uh, some of the things that you're seeing in the space, some of the things that uh, you're going through uh, as a woman in the space, uh, whether you feel underrepresented. Uh, I think that that's why this uh, show felt a little bit different for me as I was thinking about it, even the framework that um, I, I definitely wanted to, to leave time for that. So um, we have some time now. Uh, so please feel free to raise your hand so we can uh, have those conversations uh, for sure. So. So Jess, uh, in addition to um, to that, uh, I definitely want to hear uh, what you're seeing uh, in the space right now, heading into the next two, three years, even for yourself. And uh, there was a comment that you made about uh, little you. Um, um, I think you're I think you're big here in, in the space. I think you're a big influence to a lot of individuals who are, you know, watching what you're you're saying and doing in the space. And I uh, definitely want to give you your your flowers here. I think you're you're a big you here um, in the space and uh, definitely kudos for a lot of the things that that you've done uh, thus far and how you're able to create such a, a great platform for people to to speak. Um, but, yeah, um, how do you see the space in the next um, couple of years, uh, even for yourself as an influencer, uh, a big influencer in the space of Web3? Um, yeah, before I go to that, um, can I just touch on something you said? Um, because like, 
the spaces that that we created were definitely community driven. Like, I, I think the one thing about the space, like there's a lot of sportsmanship, right? Like my my coin versus your coin. And I see that as a good thing and a bad thing. Bad thing, obviously, for the maximalism reasons. Um, but a good thing is that everybody in the community is like a specialist in one thing like the space is so big right um you know people come to me with harmony questions people go to black with vivi questions you know people go to erica with gaming questions people go to michelle with uh, nft questions charles with hedera so it's like every uh stanic with trading you know Haley with sheep everybody in the community contributes um something and if it wasn't for everybody that I know, like I wouldn't know as much as I know. So um, I, I just wanted to call that out. And whoever I missed, Tammy, everybody, like it, it, it's definitely been like a learning experience for me. Um, so I just wanted to add that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You mentioned Harmony a little bit. Um, you want to talk about some of the things you're doing there? Um, yeah, so I currently um, run a validator node for Harmony. And um, one of the things about that is like, to me, um, that's another thing that took me deeper down the rabbit hole, like running a node on a blockchain, understanding how that works, and then being able to look at other blockchains and seeing how their node structure works. Unfortunately, you know, a lot of chains, um, becoming a validator is super expensive and out of reach for a lot, a, a lot of people. But, you know, I was able to find a chain where I was affordably, uh, it was affordable for me to run a validator. And, whether I made profits or not, uh, to me, it, I, I paid for a learning experience and I'm still learning. And um, it's been able to really help me understand how different blockchains work. Um, so I think I, I learn a lot by uh, by doing um, and um, hopefully I'll be able to, you know, I've, I've looked at other blockchains to possibly that still have a fair entry to be able to, to run a node. And it's just a, and I'm hoping to be able to run an ETH validator node. So, um, and I, just by going out there and, and, and doing is really how I've um, be able, been able to learn in the space. Absolutely. Yeah, there's definitely some incredible uh, folks um, in the space and I'm learning from them as well um, because I'm new to this NFT stuff um, from, I think, January. I got around to the NFT stuff, uh, minted, you know, something in January. And since then, you know, I've acquired a couple other things. But uh, prior to that, you know, it was, you know, what's an NFT and what are these, you know, pictures and why should I care? Yet, um, you know, I have a picture that, you know, I hold dear and share everywhere. Right. So I think that, you know, once you start learning in the space and I am still learning in the space, there's so much information, you know, from the books, from the tapes and the functions and even NFT NYC is right around the corner. I'm considering probably uh, tapping in uh, on the um, probably that Thursday I might tap in uh, for NFT NYC, uh, but uh, definitely looking forward to, you know, what's happening. Um, so I'm going to start uh, bringing some people up um, and we'll definitely continue the conversation uh, for sure. And I'm going to make some uh, some approved stuff here on this end. And uh, and then we'll go we'll go from there. Uh, but uh, definitely uh, it's been a joy speaking with you, Jess. And then we'll tap in a couple of more things before we wrap. Uh, Terera, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Welcome to the Pixel Block. 
Hi, Andrew. Hello, everyone. Um, hi, Jess. It was really nice hearing hi. you. <laughs> it was really nice hearing you speak about your challenges, your ups and downs in this space. And I just want to shout out to Jess. She's an amazing person and a big supporter of my art and my collector also for my first and my second collection. So, well, at the moment, I don't know if I am underrepresented as a female artist, but I just want to talk about my own challenge as an artist. I have a lot of drawings that I haven't posted because I don't even know if I'm just scared or I'm feeling anxious. Sometimes I even ask myself questions that before I joined the NFT, I don't usually feel this way. I just post. But that's on Instagram. I was not really here on Twitter, but on Instagram, regardless of if I was read or engagement, because most of the time when I post my work here, I don't get the kind of engagement I want. It's just really, sometimes it can be discouraging and it has stopped me from putting my work out there. And I, the problem is not even me drawing. The problem is just sharing my work, creating awareness for myself. So that's one of the challenges I had. And I remember when I joined Space in August, I spent three months, August, September, October, just learning. Because my friend that um, told me about NFT, he told me that she not rush into it. And I didn't have any problem then. I, I even went down to my tweets to check the engagement I had. I think... I was just seeing 20-something likes, 20-something retweeted. It was building, do you get? But I don't know why this, since March year, I have just been feeling really scared to put my work, even on Instagram. So that's like my own major challenge right now. I just, I feel safe in this space, honestly speaking, because of Jess. Jess is just so, so amazing. I didn't want to come up to, come up to speak, but I just feel safe here because of Jess. So that's what I wanted to say. Thank you for listening, Andrew. No, thank you. Thank you for coming up and, and sharing uh, your challenges. Um, I, I'll share with you that, um, as I was sharing a little bit earlier, I've been, I've been hosting and publishing podcasts since 2009 and we just uh, recorded 617 the 617th episode of one of the podcasts that I do and I still get nervous before I hit publish 617 and I still get nervous before you know is it good did I edit it correctly is it ready to go out even now, I still get I still get nervous. So um, I definitely appreciate you um, coming up and sharing because there's just something about um, having your your work go out to the world, right? And now you're open to um, any criticism um, and everything that comes along with it. Once you decide to be public, you have signed the imaginary thing that you're open for criticism. However, it shows up. And I think that the other thing too that helps, and then we'll go to Haley in a second. Um, the other thing that helps too is the individuals that you surround yourself with and how they are speaking uh, to you because words are extremely powerful, right? And and even as I ask the questions that I've asked, um, even with prior data, you know, that I've acquired just 
researching the things that Jess has done, I'm very intentional about how I'm asking the questions because I'm aware of the effects that it may have, you know, if it's done um, in a manner that could damage her brand and the things that she's building, whether IRL or, you know, on the actual Web3 space. So I, I thank you for taking the time to uh, come up to Rara and, and, and share your struggles. Uh, Haley, how are you? Hey, I'm great. Guys, this is a great space and a great conversation as usual. Um, thanks for having me up. Sure. I wanted to share, um, you know, one of the, the boldest reasons I'm involved here in these spaces uh, specifically, and I find it to be the place that I want to be is, um, you know, really from Jess, you with Crypto and Coffee and the entire G Media team um, and the goals of you all in these spaces where we can have these multifaceted conversations that allow for everything, um, you know, from mining and hash rates to securities, fundamentals, economics, education, um, you know, society as a whole, back and forth and, and we have fun and it makes it enjoyable. Um, and I do feel very, you know, welcomed in these spaces and with you all, um, so many of you in the audience, I'm not even going to try and name people because I'm so appreciative of you all. Um, but I'm, I've been around, you know, and I'm around other spaces and audience and audiences and one will do, uh, come up to speak in, in a room, um, especially where I'm unknown. I, if I, if I request a mic, I've, I've got something to add or contribute or say, you know, I don't feel that I'm not confident or that I have any shortage of information if I put myself out there, because honestly, that's a bit of a step uh, in itself for me. But if I do in a room where I'm unknown, I, I do sometimes feel there's especially a fight for the mic, you know, and a, especially in a male dominated crypto bro trader room. Um, and I, I think about that. And as I was listening to you all, this one specific instance kind of came to mind where I was, I was welcome to the stage, but uh, it had been guys in the space multiple times, you know, for quite some time. Um, and I got a whole warning. I mean, they prefaced me with like a lecture of, of being on topic and the conversation that was at hand, which I thought was crazy because you know it, any guy had came up and and said whatever they had to say with no preface and I and I just thought gee I wonder why I'm getting this this memo I don't know what this disclaimer is about um and then after sharing information with them they're like wow you get a gold star this is the, this is this is great this you're welcome anytime you know and it was very apparent to me and I think how they thought they were being receptive it was very apparent to me that the circumstances surrounding my welcome were very different than those of others mm. and that really stuck with me and um you know with you all in these spaces it's not something that i've felt or seen so so clearly different um so i really i really appreciate you all and i appreciate this conversation too and um yeah jess i think you're absolutely an amazing addition to the to the space don't underrate yourself for a second right back at you absolutely yeah i don't i don't understand where this comes from where i just because you know you're you're a man that you automatically have more information, more training, you know, more experiences in a particular space. I don't know where, how we got there, 
it doesn't make sense to me, Haley, at all. Uh, so for me, like when I'm in these spaces, I much rather go into the spaces that are predominantly women because the ego situation is always different in those spaces than they are in the spaces that are predominantly male spaces. That's my experience. I'm not speaking for everybody. I'm just speaking from my experience. So whether it's a podcast that deals with Web3 or it's an actual Twitter spaces or a clubhouse, I tend to go to those spaces first that are women led before I travel to the male spaces because that that's just, well, we already know what the because is, right? <laughs> because it's just the nature of how it plays out, right? Uh, so I just tend to go to, um, to the spaces that are providing information, you know, with great humility. Uh, because yes, we've acquired information since we've been in the space in the last year plus or whatever, but there's so much more to learn, right? Even though I'm connected with, you know, certain brands that I appreciate, you know, even as recent as G Media, but there's still much more to learn, right? I'm I'm learning how to be a team player, right? Which has never been something that uh, I've done in the last, you know, decade or so, just, you know, freelancing and creating content. So that in and of itself is a new thing in terms of comfort level, right? That I'm relying on someone else to make sure that that part and the chain, you know, of quote unquote success is done. And it's not in my hands anymore after I did my part. Right. So, so the hand is not the, the leg, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So, so that kind of thing, but I definitely appreciate you coming up uh, Haley and sharing uh, some information uh, with us. Jess, you have any uh, thoughts before we, we see if anybody else wants to come up? Um, yeah, I just I wanted to make sure that I said um, thank you to Tammy for always like co-hosting with me. And, you know, I was telling this to David yesterday, like joking around like he's thank you for always like for G Media and David for always giving w women a platform. I'm like, you have so many women working for you right now. Like it's just going to be him and Black and Ross and you left. And, um, it w and it's just a amazing to see and i just appreciate it so much uh for for like giving everybody a platform absolutely absolutely we do have a few minutes left uh, anyone else wants to come up um and share their struggles in the space uh, feel free to do that um i want to hear from you before we begin wrapping up and um this has been a great conversation i knew this one felt different than the last few right um it, it's it just I, I just realized that it was going to be a different vibe today and uh tammy 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 how are you i am great hopefully y'all can hear me you guys yep. hear me okay okay our we had a storm a couple days ago and i swear ever since our internet and i just got a new just knows this we just got a new modem and i'm like seriously i was so excited to get this thing and now it's like it keeps shutting off so i kept having to like leave and come back from this space but um i did want to come up i andrew i love your spaces i really do um and it's just it's awesome to have jess uh on this one for sure so um i just wanted to thank jess uh for the kind words and also thank her because she's the one that had me come up the first time and she would reach out to me i don't know um, how many of you were in the space, the crypto and coffee, when it was announced that I was going to be the CEO of Goxgene Media and just got to announce that. And 
honestly, it couldn't have been a more perfect situation and a perfect person to, to make that announcement because that is who got me really to come up and talk in one of her spaces for the first time. And she would reach out to me and I would always say, like, I would like act like I didn't see it. And then I would just say, no, you know, I don't want to come up. So she really, really pulled me up. But Jess has been wonderful for that, for bringing women, you know, into the space and giving them a voice in this space that is very, um, I feel male dominated. Not that that is a bad thing. Cause it's not, I've worked in both my careers have been in male dominated fields. So I'm used to that. Um, but it's just, it's cool to see somebody, uh, like Jess that is so smart, so intelligent and so caring about bringing other people into the space and bringing other women up and giving them a voice. And I just, I appreciate her so much for that because I honestly, I probably would not be in this position had she not done that because I would have still been sitting down listening. And, but I've learned so much from her. She's just amazing. I've learned so much from everybody. And, but Jess in particular, she is one, it would have been David's faces and Jess's faces that I started in and have kept with all this time. And I'm thankful Jess fired me um, from crypto and coffee, but I have to be honest, I'm super excited that I was able to keep my job. Um, I begged her basically for my job back as co-host and she's allowing me to do that for the time being. So thank you for that, Jess. I, I enjoy being your co-host. <laughs> I love having you on. And yeah, if you want to hear me crying, you could find that Twitter space <laughs> somewhere on there. Oh my God. <laughs> well, you know what? It was, it was a perfect moment. It really, really was. And I couldn't say anything because I, you know, you just, you can't. So I, I couldn't say anything to anybody. And I, I, her reaction was priceless to me and it was heartfelt. And I just appreciate that. So I keep telling her, I've always tried to get her on the G media team. And I, <laughs> I think she knew after I was asking a little bit more, um, closer to that time, but, um, she's wonderful. So anybody that doesn't follow Jess, please do so and come into her crypto and coffee spaces. She has so much knowledge and um, so much information that she gives and has great people up to talk. So, and of course, G media and Andrew, I love this. I, I love your spaces. Appreciate the pixel you. block is awesome. Thank you so much, Tammy. Yeah, it's, um, it's definitely uh, been uh, good times and, and just learning a lot in the space uh, for sure. Uh, tapped in a couple of times and, the crypto and coffee spaces with Jess and, and Jess has, you know, passed through here. And, and I just appreciate seeing uh, familiar faces and, and it is encouraging to see individuals that are either on your team uh, specifically or your team and the web three space as a whole, right. It's encouraging that people care about your success. Right. And, and I think that's, that's always amazing. Um, I guess we, we can have one more person come up if, um, if you'd like, uh, before we begin wrapping up, I think it's been a great conversation. Um, just giving Jess her flowers for sure. I'm learning a lot from her mm -hmm. and the spaces that she has um, for sure. Tammy? So much knowledge. Yeah, so much knowledge um, in her space. And even, 
your space and you know we've brought Haley on board and I know Haley is big on education and um you know I plan to have her give her knowledge on that as well I think that would be wonderful Erica in her gaming spaces you guys need to tune into that and Srijani uh just joined us and her spaces um are wonderful as well she has projects on so just some wonderful, wonderful women in the space to definitely uh, give a follow for sure. I'm going to go ahead and step down before I lose my signal again, because I can see stuff on my TV kind of going out. So, but thank you for having me up. I really, really appreciate it. And just all the flowers for sure. You thank do an you, amazing Tammy. job. Thank you. I'm humbled. But yeah, all amazing ladies. I, I love to see what's happening and it's going to continue to grow. It's going to continue to grow. We just got to keep grinding. Absolutely. So Crypto and Coffee Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, this has been a a fantastic conversation. I've enjoyed having you on, Jess. And uh, you are an influencer in the space. Uh, You are uh, inspiring a lot of individuals. And it is evident with uh, the presence that that is shown here. So uh, any final thoughts before we begin wrapping up, Jess? No, just again, uh, thank you. And it was great just talking to you. And thank you for making me feel comfortable here. And yeah, thanks to everybody for that showed up and that shows up on Friday. Like I said, it's a, it's a community effort. So I, I really appreciate it. And I'm humbled by all the kind words. I appreciate you. So make sure you follow Jess uh, for sure. Follow G Media. Uh, we have some amazing hosts. Uh, an amazing team as well. And I just appreciate everything that took place here today. So I'll play some music on the way out and a G Media account, if you could please uh, close us out. Jess, thank you so much again for being here. Uh, Tarara, Haley, Tammy, thank you for coming up uh, and speaking as well. And until next time, uh, we'll talk to you soon. You guys have a great one. Take care. Thanks for listening to this crypto life. Make sure you follow me and subscribe to the podcast on all major platforms. Links will be in the description. See you on the next episode.